0: Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And this is your Beverly Hills 90210 podcast, where we break down every episode of the 10 season show. Today, we've got season two, episode four, Anaconda. Mary, what happened this week?
1: Brenda and Donna spend some quality time together, going to the movies and working on their tans. When Donna asks Brenda about Dylan living at her house, Brenda confides that it's hard to see him so sad and withdrawn all the time. Dylan, between Jim's constant advice to reach out to his mom in Hawaii and Cindy's offering him pocket cash, is tired of feeling like a burden on the Walshes. Unknown to them, he's been pawning his things to support himself financially. Steve invites Brandon to an after-hours poker game at the Beverly Hills Beach Club because he has access to the venue and is also bad at poker. Brandon's a little uncomfortable (laughs) breaking the rules, but he lets the guys inside. Danny Waterman, a West Bev alum, explains that the long-standing tradition of the Ross Wienerblatt all-night poker party this... and chamber music is <laughs> basically the same thing they're doing now, but with jazz, outfits, big money, and babes. The group decides to relive the opulence of the old days and sets up another after-hours game. Steve wears a mustache, and I'm <laughs> for it. <laughs> Brenda and Donna look hot. David Silver wins big, but Dylan loses all his money. After that, the vibe's kind of weird and everyone goes home. (laughs) The next day, Manager Henry tells Brandon that all of the electronics have been stolen from the room they played poker last night. Brandon eventually tells half of the truth to the police, but still suspects Dylan committed the crime when he finds a plane ticket to Hawaii in his bag and pawn shop receipts in the trash. Oh my
0: god. Okay, so... I didn't get to say it last episode when we were recording because I forgot, but it's still pretty relevant to this one. Um, I was watching the last episode, and my husband was at home, and he was, like, not watching with me, but, like, kept coming in every time people would blame Dylan for something, and so he's standing there in the kitchen while I'm watching TV, and he goes, so Dylan's the Sean of this show, right? (gasps) Yes. Which then I, we like kept going with it. And I was like, well, that makes Brandon the Cory, uh-huh. which makes sense because I hate Cory. Does that make Kelly the Topanga? So I couldn't figure out who the Topanga was because he tried to say that Brenda was the Topanga. And I was like, "No." well, because he saw the chemistry between Brenda and Brandon. And oh. I was like, no, because they're related. So yeah. I said that she was the Angela. Oh. Because oh. Angela and Sean date, and then they break up, and she does her whole, like, I don't want to be with you, and he's like, oh. but I want to be with you. Okay, we got to do Boy Meets World <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Back to... John Adams High. Philly? What's what's the burger place called? Chubby's. Chubby's. Back to Chubby's? Oh Back to Chubby's. I like that. <laughs> Actually, we can't put that into iTunes. That'll get some weird people. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> People will yeah. be like, Chubby's. No. <laughs> it's Boy Meets World. Um... But, yeah, no, he just, like, set me on this path of, like, who is everyone?
1: Hmm. Because, like, truly... Well, Andrea's Topanga, right? Because she's smart. Yeah, that could work. That could work.
0: That could could really work. And, And, like, she only really, like, has feelings for, at least at this point, to Brandon, who's who's the Corey. And she's the whole, like, gotta raise my hand, gotta be, like, and I'm a little, like... And, like, good girl, outsidery if yeah. you want to say like yeah. she's the yeah. poor and Topanga's the weird one yep oh we just needed Andrea to just do the heart and stick <laughs> on her face oh man what a show but like it totally fits yeah, right it definitely does and then yeah you've got like yeah just that... the one set of parents mm-hmm. I was gonna say because it makes sense that uh Amy and Alan would be Jim and Cindy Jim and Cindy yeah yep because everyone goes to their house. And Sean even lives with them for a while. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it works. It, does it work. totally works. There's just no Mr. Feeney. Uh, Nat? Anna. <laughs> Anna? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I think you mean Anna. Anna, excuse me. Yeah, I guess it is Nat. I mean, he's I guess. the closest, like, mentor type. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't been in this season that much. Yeah. No, there were a lot of people that weren't in this episode. Yeah. Kelly wasn't in this episode. Yeah. Andrea wasn't in this episode. This was, I think, the first episode where Kelly
1: hasn't been in it maybe could be I feel like there might be another one but I don't remember it yeah (laughs) it was like a season ago who remembers then
0: (laughs) I know right I was actually thinking about that this morning I was like man it has been like a lot of episodes
1: Mm mm-hmm because this was back when they would do
0: 20 plus yeah. every time. Not like, you get 12, good yeah. luck. Or, like, she gives us six episodes. I'm pretty sure season three of this show gets close to 30. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, my God, we're going to be here forever. That's, That's how
1: Pretty Little Liars was. They oh, had, really? like, 20s of episodes because they would take mid-season breaks. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. So, like, one season was really, like, two seasons. Mm-hmm. That makes it's like sense. like, part A, part B or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it went on for, like... Seven seasons yeah. <laughs> of like twenty
0: four episodes each. Jesus. Oh my gosh!
1: There's just so much trashy content that I love. Totally understand. I was gonna
0: say I wouldn't say no to that. I mean, Riverdale, mm-hmm.
1: Riverdale, One Tree Hill. so good. Love
0: Riverdale. One day I'll watch One Tree Hill. Maybe you should. You should. And you we really should. should. Like, like we just gotta turn this. Like, once we get some nineties going, just turn it into early two thousands as well. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna record a different show every single day all right
1: <laughs> can we just quit our jobs and yeah. do this
0: full time hey if you guys want to pay us we'll provide so much content for you yeah. i will move into caitlin's house so that i can just constantly record we Fine will by watch me.
1: every show that yeah. ever was we're
0: all just gonna leave and get our own apartment for podcasting perfect oh we'll go see our husbands on the weekends but monday through friday we live together my the dream. unit the unit next door is for sale <laughs> All right, Mary, you want to split a down payment? Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then we're just going to take down the wall yes. and turn it into, like, a giant duplex. Or
1: all we need is just a door. Yeah. Like, we just make a door. We'll just do, like, adjoining doors. Yeah, like yeah, in yeah, hotels. Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> so, was exactly my thought. Oh,
0: and then we'll be, like, the uh, Texans and we'll just barge in on you all the time? Exactly. Except not the sex parts. Yeah, but I don't want that. I don't want that.
1: <laughs> no, why can't I just surprise you naked in a hot tub? <laughs>
0: I mean you could. Yeah, I guess. I just will close my eyes. <laughs> I'll just be like, uh actually
1: I, I got go. something. <laughs>
0: yeah, I got to go by it. <laughs> um okay. But for our current podcast. Anyway. Um, um but yeah, if y'all want extra content, you can request it. Oh my gosh. Oh, that was your sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, request it. And we'll do um, it. I was gonna say we had the one person. Hold on, I'll pull it up while we're just like talk about some stuff. Oh, good call. Yeah, we had uh, some interaction on Instagram, and it was it was awesome somewhere. Here, it says. Just discovered your podcast and binged all of the episodes. Loved when you mentioned what I like about you. I'd love for you to talk about Luke Perry, Jason Priestley, and Ian Ziering's episodes they guest starred on, which I had no idea they guest starred on what I like about you. I totally and I forgot. <laughs> I found some of it on YouTube. Yeah. So, like, Ian Ziering is in, like, the eighth episode, so we can just oh, go straight okay. to it. See, that's why, because I was more into, like, the later seasons, like, three and four, so that's probably why. But, yeah, 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 we got to go for it, because yeah. that's awesome. If only it was actually streaming somewhere and not, uh, like, a janky YouTube. I know. That show's a treasure. I don't know how it's not available somewhere. I know. It's got to be some, like, the same kind of, like, copywriting thing. Yeah. Well, it's only $10 to rent the season on Amazon Prime.
1: That's not so bad. Yeah. That's really
0: not. Nice. So, yeah. Who knows? And they've got My-
1: DVDs for sale.
0: <laughs> it's not even popping They're up with so DVDs expensive. for me.
1: Are they Ugh. really? Yeah, like $30 for one season. This thing is, like,
0: impossible to find then. Ugh. We'll do it. We can do it. Yeah. We'll
1: figure it out. That was a great
0: show. So, one day. Maybe soon. You never know. Yeah. But, right now. With this episode. We open on Jim in his office talking, now I can help you with your financial problems, or whatever. Yeah, All of this stuff, and this the. The chair is turned around. You mm-hmm. can't see who's in that chair. And it is definitely not obviously Dylan. Right. It was like, but I don't understand why it was like a secret and like weirdly harsh too. Like, it, well, felt, it felt like it was like trying to help somebody out of like a get rich quick scheme or something. Well, and that's the thing is like, you know, in the past, Jim has had all this trouble separating Dylan from being his dad's kid mm-hmm. and also the boy who deflowered his daughter. <laughs> so <laughs> I get the, the harshness. This is a whole patriarchy thing. They are True. obsessed with Brenda's virginity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I get the harsh thing. I just like I didn't care about the misdirect or like the attempted yeah. secrecy. It's like, what did they want us to think it was? A client, like business. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like we never see Jim talk to anybody else except once. Mm-hmm. And like whatever. But yes, yeah, so they like. Dylan just like kind of shifts into the shot and has his like Dylan smolder and his perfectly like emphasized scar going on like it looks super sexy this episode. I, ugh, it was just so prominent and I was like, "Yep, I want to <laughs> know like, how you got that scar."
1: I feel like they combed his. They eyebrows fluff it. So they were just like, <laughs> yeah, "Oh wait." They just put a part down the middle just to show. Put us some the highlighter right <laughs> here.
0: I wouldn't mind it, right? Yeah, and then, like, it shifts from financial advice to being, like, call your mother and go to Hawaii. Yeah. Which, I guess, kind of works because they're, you know, trying to build Jim and Cindy to being, like, the parents of Mm -hmm. everybody, and I don't know. It was just, the whole thing was weird to me because, like, you could have this conversation at your house with him. Mm -hmm. Why did you have to drag him downtown to your office? Yeah, I was really curious why he was, like, in the office. I feel like that's not a good use of Jim's time. Well, and, like... Dylan's? They kind of tried to make it, you know, secret and private Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff, which almost would make more sense to do it at the house, like in a home office or something. Mm -hmm. Although I guess if they tried that, they would have to have Brenda and Brandon and probably mom standing outside the door trying to listen in. That's probably true. So, okay. I guess I've talked myself into how this happened. I'm cool with it. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah, at first I was a little worried that Dylan wasn't going to be in this episode. Like, I thought, you know, once he said, you should go to Hawaii and visit your mom, he was going to literally just go get on a plane and go, and then not be in the rest of the episode. I was like, no! I want you to be in this whole episode. No! I just, I want to see him in Hawaii a little bit. Well, okay. The waves would be great out there. Right? Like, just constantly in, like, the tight little wetsuit and mm-hmm. just wet hair. Out of space. Yep. Frowning because it's really bright out, so he has to squint, but then like, kind of smoldering because he's thinking about Beverly Hills and Brenda. And he's just gazing into the ocean. And mm. there's the music playing in the background. Some variation of the theme song because that's all, that's the all they have this episode. And just a really good profile view of him. Uh, yeah. Okay, so maybe I did want him <laughs> to go to Hawaii. <laughs> okay, so we're going to pause this real quick and go calm down. Yep. Cool off and come back. Yep. And but, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and then Jim has the brilliant line of, if you don't ask for money, you'll be asking for a lot worse. And I was yeah. just like, what? It was like a weird play on the word ask, because he's like, uh, I didn't ask for love, and then ask for money. Well, to ask for money, you're gonna. If you ask for money, you're gonna be asking for, for whatever. It was like ask, ask,
1: ask, ask. I was like, this is a weird. Well, and it just
0: didn't really work. Yeah, it for didn't me. make sense.
1: You tried, writers.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I got the first part. You lost me at the second part. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, right after that, they just like move on and they're yep. like. Onto the beach club. Yep. Where Brandon is working and Steve is loitering. <laughs> yeah. He's not playing volleyball this time, though. I know. I can't believe he's wearing a shirt. I know. And he, like, hops in the little laundry bin or whatever. I, I will say I loved this. Yeah. Like, this oh, yeah. This cute. Cute little was bromance. So cute. Yeah. I know. And he was like, oh, man, we're totally going to play this underground poker game. Mm-hmm. You got to let us in. Mm-hmm. And then they're, like, joshing around and, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, playing... Roll to Steve. Of down being the hill. actual friends. Yeah. And like, all Steve wants is a guy's night. Like, he just, he's just trying to have friends and, and have a good time. So I love it. Like, yeah. I have such conflicting feelings about Steve. I know. And I don't know what to do about them. Well, because he hasn't outright been a dick. Like, he says dicky things. As, he's been a dick to Kelly. Well, yeah. But that's just his banter. He's always like that with Kelly, which is not an excuse. But it's like, it's not as bad as the dance. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. like there have been some times where he has just been like horrible. Right. Like when he was like hitting her with the volleyball because he was mad True. at her, and like that whole episode where he was getting on uh, cute little boy,
1: Mm-hmm. Kyle. Kyle. Kyle.
0: There's too many people. We need like a list of names and like a map. Well, and if they had more like like interesting names, it might <laughs> help too. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, hey, uh, Beverly Hills 90210 writers, I have a request. Can we cool it on the D names?
0: <laughs> True.
1: Um, and yeah.
0: B. Yeah, <laughs> Brenda and Brandon was not a great choice. Too
1: similar. They love their early in the alphabet consonants. <laughs> I
0: constantly say Branda. Brando. Or I can't yeah, not.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, but, yeah, no, I like... I'm having feelings for Steve. Yikes. Like, it's weird. (laughs) I think you just like his fashion. Oh, I mean, I love those short shorts. And the little tanks that he's been wearing. But, like, he's also got a little bit of the Dylan thing where he's got, like, parental problems. Mm -hmm. And, like, he's, he's like what I imagine Dylan was before the show started because you see him... Drinking, and mm-hmm. Dylan doesn't drink anymore. True. And he's, like, all sad boy over his mom, who has not left him yet. Mm. Then he's sad boy over his dad, who's just not around, and Dylan's dad isn't around. But they're both rich, and, you know. Can kind of do what they want. Yeah. I can see it. So I get the feeling that he's, like, Dylan 0.5. Yeah. He's almost like a, like a not optimistic, but, like, a non-realist Dylan Mm -hmm. like Dylan I feel like has been jaded by all that stuff like you said dropped all the drinking and addiction and things like that Mm -hmm. and it but is now super real about everything and Steve's not quite there yet yeah I mean the biggest thing that I noticed about Steve versus Dylan is like I even mentioned it uh, at some point in my notes for this episode is that like Dylan is the bad boy in the sense of like everyone thinks that he's Mm. on the wrong side of the tracks and, you know, constantly accuses him of all of this stuff. And, like, but he's also really deep because he reads a lot. And, like, Steve's a bad boy, too, but nobody accuses him of stealing things because he has money. True. Like, I don't know. It was just an interesting thing I noticed of, like, they are pretty similar, but yet, like, nobody accused Steve of stealing a ton of electronics. It's true. But, I mean... We're not there yet. <laughs> we are at Dylan coming home to the Walsh house and bringing Cindy fresh-baked bread from Beverly Bakery. <laughs> He's super sweet. He's so sweet. And I love Cindy just being like, you don't have to do that. And then mm-hmm. being like, you're spending money. Do you have money? Yeah, awkward. Just... Would, would you like an allowance? Ugh. Yeah, it was a little weird. I appreciated her trying to take care of him, though. Sure, because he's still a child. Yeah, and, like, (laughs) you know, she's offering pocket money. Right. Like, because he's bucks. bucks. And, I mean, she has to have some sort of idea that he is selling stuff off how else would he have money his accounts are frozen well that's the thing i was like trying to figure out okay what all of dylan's is still accessible because obviously he's not staying at the hotel Mm -hmm. so clearly like either they had to stop you know funds going through the hotel for him to live there or then, yeah, like you said, they froze all of his accounts, so it's like, okay, what does he have access to? Clearly not the hotel, mm-hmm. clearly not his bank account, not credit cards. Like, yeah, because they specifically call out he doesn't have credit cards anymore. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's literally like they must have moved all of the family stuff to some storage unit, like he mentioned, to get it out mm-hmm. of the hotel. And he's got that in his car, and that's it. Which, should he get a job? Like, Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, he should. Okay. Like, it wouldn't be fun to watch him get a job, (laughs) right? But he should get a job. Yeah. But I think that's the same thing of trying to tell Steve to get a job. Like, I'm telling you, they're very similar. If you tried to put Steve in a position where he had to work for the Mm -hmm. summer, I think he wouldn't know what to do with himself. Sure. But I I still feel like Dylan would react better to it, though. I think the thing with Dylan is he's really having a hard time with what happened with his dad Mm -hmm. and he's really struggling to get past that and be like okay well this is real Mm -hmm. I have no choice because I think he's hiding from it all like he doesn't want to talk about his dad he doesn't want to talk about his mom Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to go see his mom and that would solve all of his problems true also why hasn't she found him yeah she has to know that her ex-husband
1: got arrested yeah
0: and is just like where is my son? No, not even a little bit. I know. I don't like this woman. It's very sad. Very but, sad. But, yeah, I mean, she's trying to be, like, she's trying to be a mom to him. hmm And I just, I feel, I, I just so feel for him. Like, I mean, yes, get a job. Harder, easier than said than done. And, yes, in Dylan's situation, definitely not easy. But yeah, I just feel for him. I just super sad. I don't like sad Dylan. I like broody Dylan, not yeah. sad Dylan. Well, and I, I don't know. I just had a thought. Like, I don't think there's any room for him. But what if he tried to get a job at the Peach Pit? Uh huh. And then he and Brandon will both work at the Peach Pit at the end of the summer together. Yeah, that'd be like, cute. That would be cute. And then Dylan stays living with the Walshes and they just carpool to work in school. And yeah,
1: you that still have work. The...
0: God, I should have been on this show as a writer. <laughs> yeah.
1: As a two-year-old. I know, right? (laughs) Like,
0: go back and hire me. I'm good at this. Yep. Also sad is when, um, and a little awkward, when Brenda gets the door and she's like, it's for me. And then she goes to the door, she gets, it's just Donna. And she immediately asks for Kelly. Kelly. Like, she's like, where's Kelly? I'm like, oh, this is just proving that Donna is just the link between Brenda and Kelly. Well, it's okay, because then Donna goes, where's Dylan? Yeah, I know. And (laughs) then, like, they invite him to the movies, and then the super sad. He's like, Dylan McKay, charity case. I'm like, oh, dear. You're not a charity case, Dylan. We just want to help you. Well, and it's not even, like, charity case. Yeah. Donna wanted to hang out with you because you're a hot boy. Word. Mm -hmm. Like... Word. Because Brenda was just like, mm, we just broke up. Yeah, like, you know that we're not together anymore, but also that's, like, drama. Like, that's unacceptable to Yeah. I wonder... Okay, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say it quite yet. But, like, so they go... To the movie, I yeah, guess, presumably. and then Dylan stays home to read, mm-hmm. and then Brandon stays late after work, and it's like a weird sudden horror montage almost. Like. Yeah, <laughs> it was very weirdly shot. or yeah. he's just like sitting on the steps, staring at his watch, like is it time? Should I mm-hmm. let them in? What do I do? But yeah, then he you know opens the door, and there's Steve and what Steve's cousin, and then the other dude. Yeah. Steve's
1: cousins or Steve's cousin Paul from Beverly High. Yeah. Um, Dave, or not David, Danny well, yeah, Waterman David. and David Silver. Yeah. And I love that
0: David walks up to Brandon to introduce himself and I was like, Oh my god, David. David Silver, you know me already. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, I remember the time that you walked up to him and didn't introduce yourself, and Brandon was just like, Should I know you? <laughs> god, David. Like, David Whoa, was so you know. awkward in this whole episode. I
1: know. Because they, like,
0: walk into the, other, the next room, and he's just like, oh, my God, look at the stereo. You have to let me play a song. Mm-hmm. Like, calm down, honey. Yeah, keep it in your
1: pants, bro. <laughs> he's just like, let me be noisy. <laughs> he's like, notice me.
0: What do you know about underground secret parties? Yeah, right? Um, And then, like, they start playing poker, and he does that weird, like, Face movement. And they're <laughs> oh like, God. what are you doing? He started making weird-ass facial movements. I'm working on poker my poker face. face. Jesus. Jeez. David the Silver Psychopath. Ugh. Yeah. But, I mean, yes. Yeah, so they're, like, playing yep. poker and... They talk the, about that weird... <laughs> Ross Wienerblatt. Great name. Which, th- that we was... We did ask for more interesting names, <laughs> and we sure got it. <laughs> yeah, this was the point where John came home from work and I was like, like he'd open the door, so I missed the name and I was like, what? And he was like, oh, I think they said <laughs> Uh Close, close. But like, everyone else is like Walsh, Silver, Sanders, Wienerblatt. <laughs> yeah, oh. even Donna Martin. I know. Kelly Taylor. Everything is normal. And then they were just like, but let's tell you about this urban legend <laughs> of the Ross Wienerblatt. What high society high, roller. high rollers and chamber music or something oh, like that. Um
1: Ross Weinerblatt all night poker party and chamber music. That's right.
0: Yeah, even Dave was like and they play chamber music. No, they're like, No, it's just a name. <laughs> yeah. God, David. It's a common mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I call so many things and chamber music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Yeah, but then they talk about what it is, and all they really talk about is that it's cigars, Sinatra, and hot chicks. Which, like... That's so lame. I... Okay, the thing that gets me about this whole episode is I know they're sneaking in, and that's Mm -hmm. the cool part, but you could do all of this at Steve's house. Easily. Like, this is not actually that cool. Yeah, exactly. Like, whatever. Eh. The coolest
1: part about it is... Just dressing up in costumes. Yeah, yeah. So again,
0: like just throw some theme, theme parties. Exactly. I love theme parties. Yeah, theme parties are great. Just yeah, do that. But no, Steve, his Steve hears chicks and is like, chicks? What chicks? Can Th- I have them? Women? <laughs> what? Yeah. Babes? Ugh. And so Brandon gets home. They they play the well, whole game. I don't remember exactly what the guy said, but when everybody leaves or the guy goes to leave, and David goes, you too. Oh, can- hang loose, you. You hang loose, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, hang loose. Uh, you hang loose, too. <laughs> it's like, no, David. David, stop. You gotta stop trying, man. You're so awkward. So awkward. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so he goes home and tells Dylan about this party. And, and now the they're sharing a room. Yeah, but that is not the same rollaway bed that was before. <laughs> exactly. It looked like a crib. Yeah. <laughs> it had railing pool with Dylan in a quib. Little baby Dylan. <laughs> Yeah, and he talks about it, and I thought this was, like, really interesting because – so Dylan started talking about addiction and, like, A, how it works. Yeah. And, like, the adrenaline and all that stuff. But it was – to me, I took two things from it. One, at least he's a little bit self-aware to know that he should not put himself in that situation. Like,
1: Mm -hmm. alcohol
0: addiction – is not the only thing you can be addicted to. And if you're addicted to something, you can easily be addicted to something else. Like, yeah, that having an addictive personality is exactly. a thing. And exactly. like, yeah, and you know he's talking about how gambling is like bun- bungee jumping and adrenaline mm-hmm. rushes and all that stuff. And we have seen that Dylan is an adrenaline junkie. Absolutely. So, and so the second thing I took from it was like, not only is he self-aware, but I feel like it's foreshadowing. Oh, not yeah. Not just for this episode, but for... What's to come? I mean, that's the thing is like, you know, I, he has his plane ticket, so he's going to go to Hawaii and I don't know if we're going to see him for a while, but I yeah. would not be surprised if he did a whole like off the deep end kind of a thing, much like Sean did while he was living with the Matthews and would Aww. sneak out all the time. And Corey was like, what are you doing, Sean? Where are you going? You can't do that. Aww. I'm telling you, I have found the perfect parallel for me. Sean was my favorite. He was, and he was so cute. He was so
1: cute. His stupid, like, bulk cut middle
0: part. I really love. I think when they were like 14 and he was supposed to go on a date, so he was resting his lips. So he <laughs> wouldn't <laughs> open his mouth to talk. Or resting our lips. Oh, great. Now I have to start over. Uh, oh, I love him. So there's like a quick scene and I don't actually remember what else goes on after, but it's Brandon at the beach club again. Mm -hmm. And there was kind of windy. You could tell all of a sudden I realized Brandon would have the perfect hair to like cosplay as Wolverine (laughs) because it was like all of a sudden on both sides kind of like sticking up up a little little bit. bit. And I was like, oh, my God, your hair is perfect to have Wolverine hair. So that's all I had. I don't even know what else happened (laughs) in that. Well, so is that the scene where Henry walks up to him and is like, hey, do you know anything about this poker game? Because like you clearly know the other teenage boys here. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as Henry started talking about insurance issues, like if somebody slips and falls, you could see the change in Brandon's face of like, oh my God, I almost hurt my boss. (laughs) And I was like, White Knight Brandon. Here he is. He can't hold it in. It's his like Jekyll and Hyde versus like normal kid. Mm -hmm. Angry White Knight. It's like his Bruce Banner, the Hulk thing. Yeah. No, it was like... (laughs) What's your secret? Coming out. I'm always (laughs) (laughs) self-righteous. Yeah, you could see it in his face of just like, oh no. Yeah. Insurance fraud. (laughs) I have to save this or like come to the rescue or whatever he thinks. Well, and then it's like, it's just foreshadowing upon foreshadowing upon foreshadowing. Because first we have, you know, Dylan talking about how gambling is addictive and adrenaline rushes. Then you have Henry talking about how something bad could happen if they do another poker night. Mm -hmm. Right after they had just heard about the Ross Wienerblatt thing. (laughs) Yep. And then you go to Dylan at the pawn shop trying to sell off all of his stuff and the woman accuses him of stealing it. Yeah. And then says, what I really need is electronics. Yep,
1: VCRs, stereos, blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah. That it was just foreshadowing upon foreshadowing upon foreshadowing of, like, people are going to accuse Dylan of this. Well, and it's asking the audience to connect it, too. Oh, yeah. Like, when it happens later, remember this. That was the thing, is they, like, forced it down our throats. Exactly. I was like, oh, man, I wonder what's going to happen here. It couldn't have been more obvious. Yeah. even even for me, who has watched this before i'm even like i mean you're telling me what's gonna happen yeah like i I don't need need to have seen this before exactly and like this was the point that i switched to watching it on my phone so it got like really small (laughs) like but the woman that worked at the pawn shop Mm -hmm. is like in so many things oh really have you did you recognize her i did not like she is just all over the place like, a lot of voice acting. Like, she was in As Told by Ginger. She was oh. in
1: Shrek. I love that show. That show was so
0: good. And it ended way too soon and I on, know, like, right? a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Oh, that show was so good. Was like,
1: like, one of my favorite things.
0: It was so good. She's just all over the place. Like, she did an episode of Home Improvement, an episode <gasps> of Clueless. She was in the Blues Brothers 2000. She did a voice in Hercules, Cow and Chicken, Duckman, dang chicken she was in melrose place oh has someone else but no like she is all over the place that's awesome oh she's in hocus pocus that's what i recognized her from specifically Mm. she was miss olin so i think she was the teacher in like that first uh, part of hocus pocus okay i can't totally prove that because i don't remember that well enough but i'm pretty sure that's what i recognized her from um yeah but anyway she was everywhere that's all awesome. she was on growing pains for five episodes and she has four different names oh, oh whoa <laughs> don't mind me just scrolling through her incredibly long imdb she was in little nemo adventures in slumberland nemo. <laughs> have you ever seen that movie no oh it's so cute it's
1: a good one <laughs> we'll
0: have to watch it at some point i'll add it to the list of like the slumber party movie night we need to have perfect
1: can we put Princess and the Goblin on there too?
0: Absolutely. Okay. I haven't seen that one either. Oh, oh my god.
1: You are in for a treat. It is <laughs> if we can so find good. it. Could we oh put no, As... I have oh sorry.
0: Oh, I was gonna say if we can find it, can we put As Told by Ginger on here? Yes. Because yes. even though it's not a movie. It's gotta be somewhere.
1: I gotta just buy that show because It was so good. It was like such a big part of being like eleven and twelve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was just exactly what I needed at that age. And I really wish it didn't stop when it did. It was so relatable.
0: That weirdly. was, I think, the thing that worked out so well is yeah, it was really relatable, and we were at the perfect age for it. Yeah, that's like, true. We were eleven and twelve when Ginger was eleven and twelve. Right. They did they do a, like a TV movie for that one? I, I want to say so. they eventually did. Yeah, I think they did. Like, I don't think it was like right after there for was
1: some like reason. A summer camp one.
0: Oh, the summer camp one. Oh my god. <laughs> oh.
1: That cute boy that she met. Right. Uh So relatable. I went to summer camp. (laughs) There were boys there. I I feel like you could end it like,
0: boys, it's so relatable.
1: (laughs) So true.
0: Yeah, that woman has been in everything. Well, good for her. Yeah. Have that career, lady. All right. She crushed it. Nice. Um, But yeah, I mean, then we get that like Dylan shot that I wanted where he walks out and he's holding his... uh, leather jacket over Mm -hmm. his shoulder and he's brooding and he sees her put his guitar Uh, in the window with a sticker on it and he's just like turn around i have to let that go because i can't afford to get it back and Mm -hmm. then profile walk away (laughs) yep and then move on (laughs) and then after something else um yeah reading on how to get the best hand possible hold on before that Did I miss something again? Uh, That's when Brandon and Steve are walking, because it's back to White Knight Brandon. Because Steve walks up to him and is like, we're going to do the poker party. And he's like, no, we can't do that. Everyone could get in trouble. And then he's like, "Uh, something, no. Cigars, no. Babes, what babes? No. Oh, that's right. He talks himself out of it. He's like, oh, no money, no cigars. What babes? No, 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 because that's when Steve is in those tiny tiny shorts That's and right. the tank top the that's tank. like just barely covering the nips. Yep. I was like, Steve, just just take the shirt off. <laughs> just you don't even need to wear it. I just did the think, beach. I thought it was adorable. Like he had, he does have the best fashion out of the men. I love him so much. So, I don't uh, know, Dylan had some pretty good fashion too. Oh no, he definitely does. I just think Steve's is the most like
1: it's just Preppy Boy nineties, but yeah, also like muscle tees and midriff and crop
0: tops and, and that's what I love mm-hmm. about it is when he wears like the creep the creepy, the crazy crop tops and yeah. stuff. Yeah, the
1: short shorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just adorable. It's so
0: like on unap- a unapologetic. Yeah, this is when he basically convinces Brandon that they can do the poker game because Steve will be the one that'll stay there and he'll be the one to let everybody in and he'll be the one to lock up mm-hmm. and therefore Brandon has no culpability, which, Mm -hmm. like, clearly Brandon does not understand how culpability works. (laughs) Brandon doesn't get anything. Brandon's an idiot. Okay. (laughs) I'm glad you said that, because literally, (laughs) that was the theme of this episode for me. Literally, I said, idiot Brandon, about five times in this episode, in my notes. I wrote White Knight Brandon a lot, and then... Idiot Brandon. When I wrote a lot about Brandon at the end, that I was just like, I have to get my feelings out. Yeah. Okay, but then that's when we pan over to Brenda being like, all right, well, we have to face in this direction and turn the antenna this way, and this is how we're going to get the best tan. And then Donna's like, but that's not how I'm going to see the best boy shorts. Yeah, exactly. let's look over here. Which, to me, this reading a magazine trying to figure out the way to get the best hand possible was the 90s equivalent of today watching a YouTube video (laughs) on trying to get the best hand possible. I just love that Brenda showed up real practical about it and was like, all right, I don't get to come here every day, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to perfectly lay myself out. Mm -hmm. And then Donna's just like, well, I do come here every day, so boys. Yep. But that's, like, this whole thing... Where they go to flip over and then Donna's like, Oh, I need more sunscreen. Here's your SPF twenty-five. I was like, guys, SPF fifty. Right? Like
1: And the twenty-five was the stronger of the I two know. that they brought. Yeah.
0: That like as soon as she said that, I was like, Y'all are going to burn. Burn. Because like, they're both very well, Donna's less fair skinned, but Brenda is very fair skinned. Yeah. Well, and I was really excited watching it because you guys are both fair skinned. Very and I was like so. I know you relate to this. So relatable. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who here has not burnt? Like, it's... You're gonna burn. Yeah. You I have mean, to have 50 at a minimum. And especially in direct sunlight, like, the whole day. They're planning to be out there the whole day. Well, and that was the thing of, like, they are, like, timing when they're turning over. They have plans to stay all day. Exactly. Except Got a little egg timer with them. Don mm-hmm. Donna bails to go buy a milkshake, which... Donna does not drink milkshakes. Nah. You see that body? Nah. She doesn't drink milkshakes. Donna's going to have one sip of that milkshake and go, oh, I'm full. Yeah. She would, can I have cucumber water instead?
1: (laughs) There's just a cute boy over there she wants to look at. She's just
0: going to have the straw in her mouth, so she's Mm. pointing direction to her mouth, and she's never going to take a sip. Word. I love that
1: tip from Cher from Clueless. (laughs) Draw attention to your mouth. I'll never forget it. Thanks, Cher. (laughs) Um...
0: Yeah, and then Donna just never comes back. Yeah, she didn't come back. Which, like, I couldn't decide if she did that to, like, be ditzy and, like, yeah, found a boy. Or, like, why wouldn't you come back if you knew that Brenda was going to be there all day with you? Like, arguably, you came together because Brenda doesn't have a membership. Right. And you just left her out there all day. Yeah, enough to the point where Brenda falls asleep... And then gets sun poisoning on her back. It was so bad. They did a good job of making it look really terrible. I know. (laughs) And then she walked in and she's still in like just the bikini top and like walking very stiffly Mm -hmm. because you can't move. And then her mom like just barely touches her on the back. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) My back. (laughs) I love it. She apologizes immediately for yelling at her mom. Yeah. And then mom is like. Oh my God. Yeah. You look like a lobster. But then it was hilarious because she said something that Cindy doesn't say. She was like, mama's got a re- remedy or something like that. I was <laughs> no. like, oh uh. all right, Cindy. <laughs> I was a little sad we didn't get to see that though. Yeah. Like we just jumped to the next scene and mm-hmm. she's fully clothed mm-hmm. and like wearing what is arguably polyester and doesn't breathe. And I was just like, that looks so unpleasant.
1: Nope. It's hot in that outfit. Yeah. I know.
0: Ugh. Like, you did not just, like, get rid of the burn immediately. You just, like, treated it for the time being so it's not literally burning. Yeah. And the heat's like, not radiating off of your skin. Like, are like totally unrealistic. Yeah. I <laughs> would have been laying down the whole rest of the day on my stomach with aloe just being consistently reapplied to my back. Yeah. I was trying to think if... There would have been any sort of fashion at this time where she would have had like a backless something. Yeah, I mean, I know I there, a lot of their of bathing suits were like had the like wide, like come all the way down and like your whole mm. back's exposed. But beyond that, well, I guess a tank top could have been like that or. Yeah, but I mean, I'm thinking specifically for, like, dressing up to go to this party kind of a thing. I was like, no, I think it's all polyester and, like, up to the neck. And, like, shoulder pads. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, She
1: had, like, a deep V, so she could show off the half of her that did get kind of (laughs) tan. True.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, and then Dylan walks in and says, like, oh, Bren, you got some color, and Mm -hmm. she just smacks him. Smacks him him in the tummy. That was supposed to be a compliment. Yeah. Oh. oh, poor Dylan. I mean, I get why he feels shit on. I do, too. Like, he is just having some rough time. Well, and he's projecting, too, right? Like oh, he, yeah. Like, he's feeling it, and he just already feels that, so it's like that confirmation it, it, bias. That's the exact word I was going to use. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because then he goes upstairs, and Brandon is, like, ironing his suit, and is like, <sighs> thanks for inviting me, Brandon. Okay, and then Brandon acts like a little prick here, because he, like, starts encouraging Dylan almost to come when he explicitly said the other night he does not want to be around gambling. Well, and that's the thing that, like, Brandon flip-flops between being, like, a super shitty person yeah. and a super shitty person who's also a white knight. I uh, Ugh. Because, yeah, he, like, he was like, oh, well, I didn't really want to get you involved with this. And then, yeah, is just, just That's talking, my point. It's like this whole time right here, he's just, like, Almost making him feel guilty for not coming. Or, like, making him feel like, well, if you don't want to come, just don't come. Or if you want to come, come. Like, what he's saying words that aren't helpful. Yeah. And that is the genesis of Brandon. Well, and that's when they, like, get in the argument and Brandon goes to take a shower and finds out there's no shampoo, right? Yes. Which, who the hell cares? Like, this was just thrown in for the sake Mm -hmm. of having the very last scene. And... It, it didn't work for me at all. And it just shows Brandon's temper. Again. Yeah. Idiot well, Brandon. God, idiot Brandon. <laughs> Brandon's so dumb. <laughs> mm-hmm. But. Oh, my gosh. But then we get to actually go to the poker game. I loved it. So, again, I was watching on my phone, so it was a really tiny screen. And Steve had the fake mustache on. And I was just like, who is this person? And <laughs> then they showed him. And I was just. <gasps> and he goes to the door. And he goes, meow. I oh, know. <laughs> Oh, it they was say it so back. It was good. Like call and response meows. I, it. I oh loved it. It's like having it a password to get into a speakeasy. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Steve should throw theme parties. I think he'd be so good at it. He'd be so into it. And, like, totally encourage, like, getting as into it as you can. He wore a fake mustache for (laughs) hours. (laughs) No, It looked so good on him. I loved it. It was great. I really loved it. And then, yeah, everyone comes in, and David's wearing that god-awful jacket. Yep. And then they, like, pan around the table kind of to show you everyone who's there, and it's all of the guys, and then Brenda and Donna, and that's it. And Brandon's just like... I thought you said there'd be babes here. Yeah. And they're and like, uh, excuse me. He's like, no, no, no. I meant new babes. <laughs> fresh babes. <laughs>
1: Ugh. Ugh. Where's my girl of the week? Right? He didn't have he one. He
0: didn't have one. I guess you could say Henry, kind of.
1: <laughs> but well, no, we've seen about, like, him before. Yeah. Yeah.
0: True. Well, and it's, Brandon didn't help Henry. He just fixed the stupid shit he did. True. Um, but Yeah. No, that was basically all I got out of that scene was the new babes, fresh babes, and Steve's mustache. Yep. Well, and that, like, uh, they're all smoking their cigars or whatever except David. And I feel like this is, like, the first real thing we've ever had from David. Like, any, like, non-psychopathy where he's just, like, no, I, why would I want to stop my growth? Which is kind of funny. He's like six feet tall. I know. He's like the not short one of the group. Jason Priestley is the short one of the group. Yeah. I feel like they're still trying to play off that he's supposed to be the baby. Yeah. And he is. He is. But baby. like he is also a fully grown baby.
1: Right. Yeah. He's grown a foot in a season. Right. Yeah, it's like
0: they wrote this scene forgetting the fact that he's so tall. Exactly. But I'm clearly thinking of Scott. I just like kind of liked that he refused to smoke. Mm. I don't know why. I just kind of liked it. I I'm gonna be honest. The whole time that they were smoking the cigars, like it just all looked wrong. Like if yeah. you stamp out a cigar like that, it's gonna smell so bad. And then, like, you don't inhale when you smoke cigars. Yeah. So, like, Brenda inhaling all the way and then coughing. I was like, well, you did that wrong. Well, and honestly, like, David's, like, it looks more like a black and mild. That was the thing. is yeah. like, I'm pretty sure they just got a bunch of black and milds because they don't know how to buy cigars. Right. And they just had, like, the little tips that, like, the plastic tip on the end. Yeah. It's just like. Cut those off. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, mm, we don't know what we're doing. And then I was really sad that Dylan showed up. I know. I did notice that Dylan ignored the dress code. Yep, which was like very broody bad boy, mm-hmm. whatever they're trying give to give shit with him. about this. Yeah, but and I then need the money, and then he spends all that money that he got from the pawn shop. Yep, and gets fifty bucks from Steve, mm-hmm. which was really cute. That he was just like, "Cause my credit's still good with you," and Aww. Steve was just like, "Yeah, man, here's money." Of course, was like, and B's like, "Sorry, man, I'm wiped." I bet Brandon not. wasn't idiot. Plus, well, <laughs> his like weird white knighting thing where like it seems like he was saying he didn't have any money so that he wouldn't give it to Dylan rather than like just being like hey man let's let's go talk well that's the thing because at the end of this when Dylan gets really mad that he lost all of his money Brandon immediately tries to absolve himself mm-hmm. by saying like I tried not to get you involved dude it's 10 very much ago, blaming yeah Dylan. Like, like like just before this I like you were literally convincing him to go peer pressuring him into going yeah well and then like the whole scene with that where it's just Dylan and David and David has his cards and Steve's like, oh let me see them. he's like, and I don't like my cards yeah, yeah and they were just like do you see what I'm talking about I'm like what what? What are you talking about? Just because you won't let him see the cards? Or he yeah. won't let you see the cards? That's a whole poker thing. You don't share your cards. Until the final thing. Yeah. And even then, if you fold, like, you just fold. You still fold, like, don't. You only show your cards when you put them out to see if you won. Exactly. So, like, Brenda's whole, you see what I mean? And Donna's, oh, yeah. So dumb. I hated it. So dumb. Ugh. Idiot Brandon. Everyone be nice to... Dylan. (laughs) Team almost said Steve. Well, everyone be nice to Steve too. I love Steve. (laughs) And his mustache. His mustache. I actually spelled it mustache and then my phone autocorrected to moist ache. And I was like, what? What? (laughs) What? Oh, God. It went way too. I was like one letter off from mustache. And it was just like, no, you clearly meant this. Who writes moist ache? Who has (laughs) ever needed that autocorrect to happen? Never.
1: It is Brandon.
0: To yeah. Kind of blame him for everything. But basically, after Dylan has his moment, they decide to call it a night and everybody goes home and Steve locks up. Well, Steve hears the door click. Yep. Yeah. And yep. Dylan is like, I just really, I feel bad. I'm going to go have a sauna and then I'll let myself out. And then drive up the coast or something. Yeah. It's like one o'clock in the morning or something. Yeah. But this is his whole like deep bad boy thing. Yeah. Like they're just pulling tropes. Well, and they're trying to make it seem like he has an alibi but like hangs around enough at the beach club till maybe after they leave yeah it's enough to like make it a question yes exactly because then you find out the next day there's a burglary at the beach club yeah and henry has to call the police and then and electronics it, were taken yeah so it's like it's all starting all right the Beach Club was broken into during their poker game. Electronics were stolen, which we know that you can get more money for in pawn shops. Mm-hmm. And then Henry has to call the police. And that's when he's standing with Brandon and tells him that he has a record. But they, like, write it so that his record is that he was asleep in the car while his friends did a and e So now he has a record for a and e mm-hmm. And I just really hate that I was like, you got one black man on this show and you're going to you give him, him a record? Prior. yeah. Come on, yeah, that was dumb. I didn't like that. It made me very mad. I didn't like that because yeah, then you know they go to like dust for Prince or whatever, and immediately call him in for questioning mm-hmm. and accuse him of it. Mm-hmm. But then White Knight Brandon steps up and is like, "He didn't do it." My friends and I hosted a poker game, and they have to go to the police station for questioning, which was the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so fun! It was fun. What did Donna say? Uh, I have wrote it down. I had a cigar. I threw up. (laughs) Yes, that's right. I threw up. Yeah, because Brenda starts talking, I stole some gum from a store when I was seven, but my mom made me go take it back. Thank you. You've been really helpful. (gasps) Really? (laughs) Like, what? And then Steve goes, do you know who my mom is? Oh, my God. No. (laughs) Jesus. I love it. (laughs) I don't know why, but I'm falling in love with Steve Sanders.
1: Yeah. Yeah um just the hole that danny waterman dug himself into. i know oh, right oh my god because he's over 18 mm-hmm. he graduated two years ago he's an adult hanging out with teenagers breaking into a beach club well Yikes. and doesn't she habitually? like call yeah. him
0: out on that of like so you've done this before you mm-hmm.
1: are um a habitual trespasser mm-hmm. he's like
0: uh
1: but well, yeah they go to
0: brandon last who's <sighs> Obviously, the practical one who gives them all the useful answers. Idiot Brandon. And then basically, yeah, throws Dylan under a bus and they're like...
1: In his direction.
0: Yeah, and they're like, well, we're going to need to see him.
1: Yeah. Sounds like we're going to have to call Mr. McKay in here. (laughs) I was so annoyed. He's like, but Dylan would never steal. And he obviously doesn't believe that. No. Why did he tell the cops that? Exactly. That makes me so mad.
0: No, that's the thing that made me so pissed off about Brandon is like... Basically, from here till the end of the episode, he is 100% Dylan is guilty. Yes. Which, like, why? He's your friend. Well, and he always assumes the worst in Dylan and has been wrong every Every single single time. time. Like, dude, don't you think, don't you see the common denominator here? You are wrong every single time. Like, at this point, I do not understand why anyone is friends with him. I know. Like, this is like when Corey is a dick to Sean. Yep. Sean. Should not still be friends with Corey. Like, the the episode where they both get the internship at the uh, advertising place. Yeah, and Corey's uh, relegated to the mailroom, And then Sean gets to, like, move up and up and up because he answers a phone and, like, actually gives ideas. And then Corey's like, no, that should be me because I have more money and I'm better than you. Yeah, you're from a trailer park, so that automatically makes you a lesser person. Like, that is Brandon right now. Yeah, definitely. But that's Brandon all the time. No, Corey's the worst. We all know this. Really? Compared to Brandon? Well, in Boy Meets World. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In Boy Meets World. No. Brandon Um, was being the worst. Because, yeah, they go home. Yep, and we get his horrible investigative reporter skills again. Like, if there's a receipt from a pawn shop, I've never pawned anything, but you would think it would show what he's been pawning. Mm -hmm. So if he finds the receipt for, like, the watch and the guitar, Mm -hmm. he's not going to be like, oh, yeah. This adds up. Like, come on.
1: But well, Brandon doesn't investigate, so he just probably saw
0: a pawn repeat. shop, a pawn shop, and, yeah,
1: and maybe like item numbers because I don't know how they do that. Yeah, right. I never anything. Well, could so be I like at so dry
0: cleaners or something where they just yeah, itemize a like the or number,
1: like a valet ticket, or yeah.
0: Something. Mm-hmm. Well, but then at least Brenda calls him out. He's like, like she's like, the fuck, Brandon? Like no. Well, and I love that. Yeah, she calls him out on it, and Mom goes, Brenda, like. <laughs> Cindy, she's right. Yeah, she like, is right. But I feel like Cindy's still like, you do not talk to my son that way. You do not talk to my Brandon that way. My sweet Brandon. My mm. sweet Brandon. Blech. And then they go to the police office, or police, that's right, no.
1: Police is station. Is that a thing?
0: Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, because the- Post office is what I was thinking in my head. <laughs> well, because, yeah, the, the detective shows up at their house mm-hmm. looking for Dylan And then looks into his car and sees a bunch of electronics. Mm -hmm. Under a blanket. I mean, fine. Okay, you can make the assumption that they might be related. But yeah, as soon as he says that he's been going to the storage unit and pulling stuff out, you know, there have to be security cameras and like really easy ways to confirm all of this stuff. And then, yeah, they all go down to the police station with him. And then the whole yelling and Cindy going, Brenda. But then that guy walks past and goes, is the McKay kid still in there? Jim yep. goes, yeah. And he goes, oh. and yeah. like makes some like father like son comment. And then Jim makes Jim. a complete 180. I love it. I know. I was just like, oh. And Cindy goes, Oh. <laughs> She's like, Ooh, Jim. Oh, hello. Oh. My Mr. Walsh. God. <laughs> yeah, Talk shows. authoritatively to me. <laughs> yeah. And well, it's good though because Jim is showing clear signs of growth here, right? Yeah, he's finally finally looking at Dylan like Dylan. Yes, like his own person. Like, no, just because Dylan's dad got in trouble, that doesn't mean Dylan is also problematic and troublesome like his dad. Yeah, I mean, you can see it a lot in this episode, which is huge growth from, what, like one or two three tops episodes ago Mm -hmm. where so it's three episodes ago where they had the pregnancy scare and then two episodes ago when jack mckay got arrested and jim was just like well he's clearly guilty he's been arrested the the best thing she could have done is broken up with that boy yeah and then then this time they're like well look who his father is and jim's like innocent until proven guilty motherfucker Mm -hmm. drop the mic
1: yes walk away Yep,
0: Um, because yeah they like have a couple good moments together because before the police show up at the house is when Dylan walks in and Jim's just like sitting in the living room reading the paper Mm -hmm. and Dylan walks to him and sits down and is like hey what's going on in the news anything good yeah like they're having some growth and I was just like oh hello Jim what's up yeah like thanks for finally like being a half decent person yeah and then basically I have nothing else after that except that Brandon is the worst and does not deserve friendship. Yep, I basically said Brandon still getting all mad about the shampoo and shower time, which well, is stupid. And, like, seriously, Brandon is the worst investigator because, yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, I found the pawn slip, so you clearly pawned all that stuff. I found the plane ticket. There's no way that your mother called the airport and bought the ticket for you. Yeah, he's, again, self-righteous and a horrible investigator. He's a horrible... <laughs> well, that's the thing, It's like... Dylan's mother has money. Yeah. She has completely separate money. Uh Uh-huh. And if he's going, if he's buying a ticket to go see her, like, yeah, he could go be surprising her, but why wouldn't you go to, maybe she bought the ticket? Because doesn't Brenda even say that? Yeah. Brenda literally says that when he finds the ticket. Yeah. when When Brandon finds the ticket. Yeah. When he's going through Dylan's pockets. Yep. And, like, I get that Dylan just, like, throwing his dirty socks and stuff on Brandon's bed would be like... That's a real dick move. Yeah, but, like, not to the point where it's, like, I'm gonna think you're a burglar. Well, and, like, Brandon and Brenda are the same age and share a bathroom and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think Brandon should be that unused to someone taking up the shower time. Exactly. Like, he's no. just being a dick to Dylan for the sake of being a dick to Dylan. just an excuse to yell. Yeah. Yep, exactly. For us to see Brandon's temper again. Yeah, and then he goes... To the beach club the next morning for work, and goes to see Henry and is like, "Am I fired for doing something that is clearly a fireable offense?" But for some reason, Henry decides not to fire him mm-hmm. and tells him that the cleaning company, the the washing Seashells. company, yeah, is the ones that have been caught in the act of breaking into another uh, beach club, mm-hmm. and that they do everyone's beach club cleaning. So like, it's very likely that they also broke into theirs because they stole the exact same things and blah, blah, blah. But basically, Brandon's not fired, even though Brandon did something fireable. I also hate that this is, like, the only way that uh, Brandon believes that Dylan didn't do it. I know. Because they found the people that did. Well, and even then, he goes home later and Dylan's been packing his suitcase to go and Brandon's just staring at the suitcase and Dylan calls him out on it, like, you want to go through it and see if your stuff's in there? Exactly. Like... And then they just make up because... They both bought each other shampoo. Yeah. Like, (laughs) sorry I accused you of breaking and entering and grand larceny. Here's shampoo.
1: Ugh. This was so frustrating because it was such a passive-aggressive gift. Yeah. It's like... Hey, I know you like my shampoo, so I bought you your own bottle. So and you don't
0: have to use mine. Yep.
1: And Dylan is just like, oh, I bought you some shampoo to replace what I used because I'm a good person. Yeah,
0: like Dylan's actually made sense. Brandon's was a dick, and then they're just like, oh, it's and like
1: Dylan put a bow on his. I
0: know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Brandon pulls his out of a paper bag like it's liquor or something. Like I that. know. Which is also probably triggering for Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> Like, this show clearly separates Brandon and Dylan. Well, and what drives me nuts is this is the second episode this season where it's had to end with Brandon and Dylan making up because Brandon did some stupid shit. Yep. It's, we're four episodes in to this season. Twice. Yep. 50% like, of the episodes. <laughs> ugh. And the problem is, as much as I hate all of this stuff about Brandon, this was actually a really good episode. Oh, yeah, I really liked the episode. Like, it made me really mad that I liked the episode when Brandon is being such a cockbag. Well, I think, unfortunately, this is normal, right? Oh, yeah, no, like, I'm going to hate Brandon forever, apparently. So it's like, we're having to look past that and expect this behavior. Mm -hmm. So hopefully other things will make us happy. Yeah, I think the thing is, like, I need to hope and I don't remember last season well enough but like i need to hope that enough good episodes happen for brandon in between the ones where he's super shitty yeah to like him better yeah and i guess he had some good moments in this episode but he also had a lot of really bad moments and again two of these episodes already in four i just can't even think of good moments i just not even necessarily good moments but like the funny moments every time mm. he said babes or like babes? the no <laughs> or, like, pushing Steve in the laundry basket or whatever. Yeah. That like, was adorable. Yeah. That was adorable. Like, that was good friendship. Right. Like, he's not a dick like that to Steve. I know. He and Steve get along pretty well. Mm-hmm. And then, like, for some reason, he just can't be nice to Dylan he's ever. He's a problem with Dylan, yeah. I, I hate it so much. Um, but we do so yeah. get some really cute... Dilda moment at the very end. I know when, when they like hug goodbye. Mm-hmm. Like they're so cute, even when they aren't dating. I know. I'm really glad that there's at least like some sort of attempt to be friends and yeah. nice to each other. Because definitely, I mean, Brenda does admit to Donna that she's still in love with oh, him. Oh yeah, and I don't like, think that's ever been. Yeah, thing. I don't think that's ever been questioned. Like I think the the breaking up so that she can find herself or whatever. Yeah, like. I get it. And I think that is what's making it so hard for her is like. Definitely. She doesn't have hard feelings for him. She did it all for herself. Exactly. And then Dylan's just struggling. Poor baby. Poor baby Dylan. That's so really it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. What would you rate this episode? B for idiot Brandon. <laughs> that's what I got. That's what I wrote down. I did B for Brandon, B and E. Mm, nice. Yeah. I mean, because like you said, I like the overall episode. Yeah. I just hated Brandon. Yeah. As usual. But like everything else really like played well with each other. It mm-hmm. built on things from the past. Like mm-hmm. you see, you know, Jim having his growth. You see Dylan deciding to go visit his mom, knowing that he's had to do it for the past couple episodes. Yeah. You know, Brenda didn't really get to do shit in this episode. Except get really bad sunburn. Yeah. Um, I there's one more thing that like wasn't really much of anything, but I guess the next day or whatever it was when they're back at the beach club and David's walking around with all that money and walks up to Donna to try and buy her something and she just laughs in his face and turns away. She probably saw the entire fruit outfit that he was wearing and was like, ha, you're funny. No, that was the worst outfit. Yeah, that was bad. I I thought I immediately thought like, you just want all that money and that's what you bought. I know, right? <laughs> and then Brenda shows up and is just like, I appropriately and respectfully fear the sun now. Giant hat. It, that was cute. That was adorable. That was cute.
1: I like that. Protect that porcelain skin, baby. Right. I know. That's right.
0: So yeah, I guess. I guess that's all I got. That's all Does anybody I got. Have anything else to add to it, or say, or do, or whatever?
1: Um, I'm just gonna say that I don't mind if Brandon doesn't get better because I love to hate him. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Okay,
0: that's definitely fair. I'm fine with it. It's good conversation. That's yeah. That's for sure. I just, I think the thing is I want him to have at least varying levels of being shitty because I don't want to constantly dump on yeah. th- who is the arguably main the, the main character yeah. of the show. No, that's true. And Jason Priestley, like, I mean, whatever. Like, I don't want to hate Jason Priestley. Yeah, I mean... I don't. I really yeah. don't. Um, sucks for him that he has to play such a shitty character. Right? He really does. Because that's the thing. Is it would be one thing. Because, like, I've always said for a lot of shows, like, I really enjoy villains.
1: Mm-hmm. Or, like,
0: villains that are humanized. Or, like, you know, to a certain degree. Obviously, if you're, like, a really murderous and, like, bad person, like, I'm, I'm not going to like you. But, like, generally, a really deep villain, I very much enjoy. Yeah. Because then, not only... Does it give you a more interesting story? But it likely shows like good acting too. Yeah. But with Brandon, I just feel like he's not that good of a character. No, he, so, I so.
1: I'm starting to wonder if Jason Priestley's rage at having to play this character <laughs> is, is showing Brandon's temper. It very well could. I Ugh. would believe
0: it. Okay. Well. Next week. Yep. Next week we've got season two, episode five. Play it again, David. No, I don't I want a David episode. Although it. maybe it would give us a little more insight into why he's so like psychopathy. Oh, maybe this is gonna be like further evidence and then other people are going to see it in this episode because he's in it so much could be but i mean he's almost definitely just going to be hitting on kelly the entire episode right almost definitely whatever it is maybe he tries to become the dj of the beach club yeah i mean honestly i would love it if we knew a little bit more about him because also i don't want to only think of him as a psychopath i mean that's the thing that gets me is like there are so many characters on this show yeah. that we have had no time to learn about most exactly. of them. So all we've seen about David is he's super creepy, creepy. and his dad's an orthodontist? Yes. Orth- oral surgeon, I think.
1: Yeah. 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 Or a bone surgeon. It's one of the things. Yeah. I f- yeah. It's either orthodontic or orthopedic. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, th- I want to say- Who really z- cares? Yeah. Right? Right.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I mean that's the thing is like we have had no other real interaction with him except him being a dick cuz like Yeah. They it tried to... him and Scott. Well, that's the thing. They tried yeah. to give him that episode when they went to uh, President's Palm Day Church. weekend. Yeah. And like, he, he did- was just a dick. He and He made did his Scott. grandma
1: cry. Aww. I know. Poor grandma. She was just so cool.
0: I know. And then yeah. he was like, I'm going to come back next weekend. And they were like, oh. Please don't. <laughs> next <laughs> oh, weekend? Yikes. We were too nice. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because that's when they were talking about his parents getting divorced. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like we know, like, little things about we his We know life. little things about him, but mostly mm-hmm. we know that he is willing to, you know, put in animals welfare like i don't know the right way to say it but like he was willing to take a dog for the sole purpose of getting a date with kelly yeah and like that seems weird to me that you're taking on a responsibility of a dog just to get a girl yeah like i don't i don't feel safe putting that dog anywhere near you me neither. luckily they didn't but all right so next week play it again david that's right okay um until then if you want to rate and review us on itunes you can do that. We'd appreciate it. Yeah. Five stars will get you a shout out. Definitely. We'll read it here on the podcast as we always do. Mm-hmm. And we're at back to podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. Yeah. And if you leave us Instagram comments or send us DMs, we'll probably read those too. Yeah. Case in point today. Um, and if you want to send us an email, we are back to podcast at gmail.com. Yep. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. So Twitter followers.
1: All right. Thank you at Marie91130, at Stacy Pavelka, at The Future Batch. That's The Future Bachelor podcast. Remember yeah, them? Yeah, it is.
0: You can follow them at The Future Bachelor on Instagram. And I think, well, well Twitter, Twitter, obviously. No,
1: Future Batch.
0: And you can find them on iTunes and YouTube and Spotify and lots of other places.
1: And they're funny, so check them out.
0: And we were on there once, so check us out.
1: Yeah. And we have at Angiecart1 underscore ddub, at Baltimorechick2, at Classic Mess, at La and at Will Mac1987. Thanks for following. Thanks, yeah. guys. Spread the word. Help us get more friends.
0: <laughs> so, from everyone here at Back Two, I'm Ariel. I'm Caitlin. I'm Mary. Bye.
1: Bye. See ya.